We respectfully request the Sangha grave Jews for the sake of this assembly and all living beings. Please turn the wonderful Dharma wheel to teach and guide us how to end birth and death, leave suffering and attain bliss, and quickly realize non-birth. Homage to the blessed, noble, and perfectly enlightened one. Namo Sananto Suchedo Ye Lahudi San Miao San Puto Se. Namo Takrakta Toya Daja Lahade Tamio Dambo Datoa. The unsurpassed, profound, subtle, and wonderful Dharma in hundred thousand million eons is difficult to encounter. Now that I am able to see and hear, I will receive and maintain it. I vow to fathom the thus come one's true and actual principles. Wu shang sheng sheng wei miao fa ba hi qian Wan chie nan zhao yu O Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, Great Master Ching Liang, Great Master Xuanhua, all good monks and nuns and all good knowing advisors of me tofu. Jufu Pusa Ching Yang Ta Shi Shifu Shangran Gawe Chu Sharan Gawe Shantra Shu Me Tofu. Jufak Bhuta Kantua Tanlung Dai Shu Hutung Tinghua Kuite Kova Kipi Ching Chitika Nidafa. Hello everyone. Today is the seventeenth of November. Uh, 2023. We are a week away from Thanksgiving here in the United States. Uh, so people are leaving today to go see the family. So welcome you all for joining us. We're here at Wei Mountain Temple to continue discussing the prologue to the Avatamsaka Sutra uh, prepared by Master Ching Liang. And of course, uh, we welcome you, I'm glad you're here, but also like to welcome our furry friends. Huh? Uh, uh, we 
<laughs> this is uh, Rudy's babies, I'm told. You know? <laughs> Very soon the nose will become red yeah, when it's tied. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. okay, we are talking about Nirian and towards uh, We're talking about Massachusetts uh, classification of the Dharma, of Buddha Dharma. He says uh, four kinds based on his uh, research. And he says, uh, and so, uh, so he talked about right now we're in the midst of talking about the perfect teaching, the final teaching of the Buddha, where uh, we, we do the three contemplations, contemplation of emptiness or the absolute truth, the contemplation of relative truth or of mundane truth, uh, and then the third contemplation is the middle contemplation, okay, which is both at the same time. Okay. Now, 645. From emptiness, one enters the false, and from the false, one enters the middle. So, the separate teaching arises. By the three contemplations, one thought, the middle is attained, and the perfect teaching arises. 从空入假，从假入中，有别教起，三观一心中得，有缘教起。Okay, so previously, thank you very much. Uh, previously, he talked about the first two teachings, the store teaching and the connective teaching. He says the store teaching is biased towards emptiness. Okay, because the Buddha says, you guys in the world are so attached to worldly things, attached to marks. Therefore, he teaches, the first teaching is as you are confused because you don't understand emptiness. So by teaching meditation and the Buddha Dharma, he taught the humans to understand emptiness and experience emptiness. That's the first teaching the three stores teaching. And then next teaching is connective teaching, where he says, it's still not enough yet, because you don't live by yourself. You live by yourself, you basically are useless to society. And men are here not to be useless. We're here to serve a very important purpose. Women too, by the way. Uh, uh, sometimes more important than men in the Dharma ending age. In the Dharma ending age, men are weak, women are strong. Uh, but uh, with cultivation, hopefully, these weak men will become stronger. Uh, never mind, enough of the battle with the sexes. Um, and so the, so the Buddha says, emptiness is fine, you're by yourself. Actually, it's more out there in the world where you need to engage and contribute. This is the meaning of life, okay? And that's the connective teaching. He says, get off your butt and engage, okay? So that's what the teaching is skewed towards. Existence. He says, there's a life out there. We need to engage, live it up, okay? And so that's called the connective teaching. So geared, it's, it's, it's skewed towards existence. He says, do something, you know, uh, live. 
And then the third teaching now is um, he's talking about at slide 645. He says, from emptiness, one enters the falls. So he said, you first remember where you came from. You came from the Agama or three score teaching where we, you were taught to experience, were trained to experience emptiness. And then those of you who are good enough will be taught to, to make something out of your lives instead of just, just sitting there and be empty, okay? Yeah. And waste your life, basically, okay? And you can go much higher, much better by engaging. So that's the connective teaching, okay? Connect, connect with others, connect with the world, connect with, with, uh, with outside of yourself, okay? And so, and so now we go into separate teaching where he says, you've been, you came from emptiness, you enter, you practice emptiness, you contemplate emptiness. From emptiness, and naturally falls, you will enter the falls. And from the false, you will enter the middle. So there is a progression here in the separate teaching. Okay? So there is, uh, so the Buddha is, 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 is preparing uh, their, his disciples uh, to, to experience the three contemplation. Okay? Through the separate teaching. So far, so good? Mm. And Mm. And uh, as you contemplate, they, they do the three contemplation. You do the contemplation, emptiness, okay? And you're able to drop everything and you let go of things. They are not necessary for you, okay? And that's your first level of wisdom. You, wisdom is to able to drop it. Wisdom is not about hoarding. Wisdom is about letting go. Okay, and from mm, mm, the emptiness, uh, you experience the emptiness, okay, and then you engage the real world, okay, so that, mm, so that you fulfill mm, your life, you live your life, okay, and from there, uh, after you understand uh, the importance of existence, uh, then uh, there is a compromise because they're, they're different. One emptiness, one side is emptiness, one side is existence. Which one do you go? Uh, is the Buddhist going to leave you confused? And the Buddha says, no, don't worry. There's something called the middle where you don't have to choose. You can merge them together. It's so big that it's merged. That's called the middle way or the totality of existence, of both emptiness and existence. That's the ultimate Buddhist wisdom. So far, so good. So in other words, Americans have a saying, you cannot have a cake and eat it too. In the middle way, you can have a cake and eat it too. So that's why uh, the uh, Buddhist mm, brings death to the American culture. American culture is mutually exclusive. You know, you have a, a cake, okay, and you eat it, it becomes empty. And the, in the Buddhist uh, culture, we said you can have both. 
Okay? And this is the depth of Asian philosophy that the Westerners don't have. You guys are so proud of your Western upbringing, your Western education. <laughs> okay? That's how you got good jobs, through your Western education. But you lack soul. You lack wisdom. You're shallow. That's why you're unhappy. You have no wisdom, you can't be happy. So far, so good. So middle way is that, uh, is that uh, uh, it says emptiness is falseness. Emptiness is existence. Existence is emptiness. It's no separation. That's a middle way, meaning that uh, now, remember we went from emptiness to existence and then to the middle way? Now we're saying the uh, perfect teaching, okay, is that it's no sequence. It's all at the same time. You don't need to discriminate anymore. Why do you have to discriminate? Why can't you live in peace with yourself and with everyone else? Why do you have to separate Taiwanese from Chinese? You should all become either Taiwanese or Chinese. There's no difference. Food and all should become Vietnamese. And so forth, you see. And then we embrace the Americans and everyone else, you see. The world is one together. Not just here, but also the entire universe. That's the wisdom of totality of Buddhism. It's called perfect teaching. We're leaving no one behind. Booyah! Never mind. You know what booyah is? Marines. We don't leave anyone behind. Never mind. Uh, okay. Booyah! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Passion. Okay. We are Buddhists, we're detached. We also are very passionate at the same time. Isn't that cool? There's a middle way. I used to, when I first started, I struggled with the concept. How do I, do I explain to you the middle? So I started by saying middle is somewhere in between. Okay? But that's because I didn't understand the uh, certain teaching, the perfect teaching yet. Perfect teaching, the middle way, is everything. That's the only middle possible is everything. If it's not everything, it cannot be the middle. Think about it. Huh? You tell me. Give me an example. What the, this proved to me that the middle way it cannot be everything. It's not everything. Never mind. Okay? And so, one thought. Do you remember? We started by contemplating emptiness and contemplating existence. Okay? Uh, a falseness. And then we contemplate the middle way. Okay? And, and now, we have a, now we are confused. Which one do I choose? Okay? Uh, the perfect teaching is that it's all the same. Don't have to choose.
we say, I said earlier, women nowadays, Dharma and age are better than men in general. But guess what? Men know that women are basically men. <laughs> and vice versa. Ah, never mind. You guys are stuck on genders and sexes. It's so, it's so sad. Anyway, uh, so in one single thought, of totality. That's how the perfect teaching arises. No more discrimination. No more genders. No more sexes. No more battles. No more fighting. No more. No more. All right? Yeah. And uh, so, Master Shiva said, uh, the Chinese like to say, when a perfect teaching person cultivates the Dharma, no dharma is not perfect. Meaning what? Okay. Mm. Meaning that mm, it's about you. If you have the wisdom of the perfect teaching, uh, okay, and it doesn't matter what you do. Whatever you do is perfect. Okay? Whatever you cultivate, whatever you touch is perfect. Make sense or not? So we focus on the quality of the individual. We're not worried about the externals. We're worried about you. How do you become a vessel of the perfect Dharma? That's the emphasis. It's not about building temples. It's not about printing sutras. It's not about uh, all the... the, the, uh, the, the uh, Externals that the Buddhists are chasing after nowadays, okay? Yeah, for us, in the perfect teaching, in the ultimate Buddhism work is to turn you into perfect Dharma vessels. No applause. Uh, you got, I don't think you understand what I'm talking about. It's, before I have to go, then you like it. But when I say something that profound and serious, you say, okay, and? <laughs> and what's in it for me again? Oh, well, okay. So in here, in this perfect teaching, where we don't separate cause and a fruit, okay, Cause and fruition, cause and effect is the same. So it, the cause is the effect, the effect is the cause, and therefore it's this, this uh, phrase is very important, yin rung wu ai. It's uh, interpenetration and perfect fusion. There's no more discrimination, we're one and the same. Yes, seven. Master, regarding the previous sentence, when the perfect Teaching person cultivate Dharma, no Dharma is not perfect. Mm -hmm. And the Dharma become perfect before that person becomes a Buddha? No, what he's referring to is that mm -hmm. once this person uh, masters the perfect teaching, okay, then whatever he touches becomes perfect. 
he can, he can go whatever he does, okay, is actually a perfect dharma. Unfortunately, the lower level people don't see it. That's why they still don't get it. They still discriminate. Does it make sense? So, so, so that's why, that's why in, in the precepts, for example, uh, we teach you not to criticize uh, others because, uh, because you understand the perfect Dharma is nothing that's really wrong. Yes, go for us. Hey, Master. Um, hello, Master. Uh, can I understand? <laughs> can I understand this as a um, because um, middle way is everything. Uh, therefore, everything is middle way. So, so that's why every Dharma is um, perfect teaching. To the perfect. Teaching right. cultivator. If you can, um, if you can look at that the right way, yeah. Because but those who are are not able to understand the perfect teaching yet, they're still not the same. It's still not perfect. It's still no, still no interpenetration. No perfect fusion. Why? It doesn't apply to them. So there is distinction. Okay? Depends on the individual. Uh, yes. So for example, Master Xuanhua is a perfect teaching. He's the ultimate example of a perfect teaching person. Okay? Whatever he touched became perfect teaching, became the gold standard. Okay? But his disciples' generation they still discriminate like crazy, and therefore they don't understand perfect teaching yet. Okay? And, and, uh, and that's why, that's why uh, uh, it's about the individual. If you understand it, whatever you touch is really perfect teaching. You return to perfect teaching, can be seen as perfect teaching, can be interpreted as, as perfect teaching by the people who have wisdom, true wisdom. Whereas the people who are below the perfect teaching level, like his disciples, they don't understand, they don't see it. That's why they said, my dharma, my understanding or my master dharma that left to me is the standard. It's not. They, this dharma is the standard, but the person is not the standard. That's a difference. Okay? It's about the person who practices the Dharma, who the person is. Yeah? The uh, cause and the effect um, are the same. Cause and effect is the same. It's the same thing. It's a perfect teaching. The Buddha looks at us and says, You bow to me, right? Did you bow? All of you, you bow the Buddha, yeah? And because of that cause, he sees you, the Buddha, already. Because of the perfect teaching. He looks and says, oh, you're the Buddha, oh, yeah, 
I want to, I want to, I look at you as a Buddha. You are the Buddha. And we're going to have Buddha to be. But the Buddha says, because you planted the cause, okay, you are no different than the Buddha. Everything is compressed. Okay, so the cause of you nodding to the Buddha, acknowledging the Buddha, praising the Buddha, bowing to the Buddha, is, makes you a Buddha already. So that's why I say, Mwah! Never mind. Okay, so there's no, there's no, no timeline. Yeah, it's, this, the, the timeline is, is, is compressed. The cause and the effects are compressed. So that's why you well, should be treated like Buddhas. Okay? So is Rudy Jr. Huh? <laughs> okay. All right. It's not, it's not something you want to understand. It doesn't matter. I just throw these things at you and don't think, don't say, tell me, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Of course, you don't understand anything. Just, just shut up and eventually you become a perfect teaching vessel yourself. But you need to listen. Don't, don't be stupid. He says, no, I disagree. I don't understand. I disagree. This is, doesn't make sense. This is the ultimate teaching that you are able to comprehend as long as you open your heart. Your mind cannot keep up with your heart. It doesn't matter how smart you are, how smart you think you are. There's no way for you to understand this. No way. So it's about can you accept here in your heart that this perfect teaching here, okay, one day, you will reach its level. Then you say, ah, of course. Of course. Okay, okay. Yes, five. Whether you have one leg or two legs or three legs, (laughs) it's still perfect teaching. Master, so... um... That, uh, that part where it says, like, it's not in this, but it says the universe is inside the hair pore, and that makes no sense to me. So then one of these days, my heart will get big enough, and then it'll make sense. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't make sense to you precisely. This is used to bother me so much. How can the whole world fit on the top of a hair? Really? So it's no big, no small anymore? you thought about it? He says, the Avatamsaka Sutra says, the whole world, this Saha world here, can fit on top of a hair pore. It bothered the heck out of me. He said, oh, I don't get it. All the scientific evidence we have, all the laser measures, we have measurement, measuring tools we have, are basically a nonsense. Uh, because ultimately, the world here fits on the top of the airport, and that's possible because that's how Buddhas see it. That's how great Bodhisattvas can see. But we cannot because 
our mind is, is, is incapable of grasping it. And as long as you insist on going through your conscious mind to comprehend the world and to call and cultivate, you will never be able to understand it. So this is designed for you to let go. And of course, it's inconceivable. There's no way for you to understand it blows your mind. Okay? But, but it's because only because of your conscious mind's limitation. So stop trying to understand it with your conscious mind. Is that what you do? Hmm? What do you do you cannot understand? This is fundamental to Mahayana. What happens if you don't understand? You quit? You call and say, hey, daddy, can you explain this to me? And they say, oh, this is nonsense. This is, you know, it's unscientific, you know. And mommy says, come home, babe. Mommy loves you. Doesn't matter. So what are you supposed to do? I, I feel go for us and I come back to you. Don't go anywhere. Yes, go for us. Thank you, Master. Uh, is this the wonderful part of the wonderful existence? Like the space and time just kind of collapse or just doesn't make, doesn't, um, it's not what we think it is. That's the wonderfulness part. Come again. Be careful. You're a scientific person. They pay you a lot to, get, to be scientific. Um, I just want to comment on uh, like what do we talk about like cause and effect are the same or the uh, what Malcolm said uh, um, how uh, the whole universe can be in the uh, like code the sutra, sutra like whole universe can be in one uh, hell pong like, yeah well, those, gigantic is small it's no difference right are those are those just uh, are those what the wonderful existence referring to the wonderful part? No, it refers to the fact that it blows your mind. Stop trying to understand. My question is, if you're not supposed to understand, what are you supposed to do? Don't try to understand, what are you supposed to do? Colobia. Thank you, Master. Um, nothing? Nothing. What a loser. That's what losers do. I don't understand. I do nothing. That's going to be categorized as a loser. Careful. Yes, for You same answer? Yeah. No. Belief and trust. Belief and trust. That's why. Yes, one. Just listen. Tanji, Sleep on it. That's what she says. Just listen. What? 
Just listen. Just listen. Okay? Hmm. What do you do if you cannot understand? Okay? Yeah. Recognize your limitation. You cannot understand everything. Let's face it. There's so many things in life you don't get. Okay? Yeah. Face your own limitations. Recognize your own limitations. Okay? Recognize the fact that you don't know as much as thing you do. That you're learning all the limited stuff. You're not learning the unlimited. Whatever you learn is limited. Your education is limitations. It's limited. Learning about limited. You're not learning about the infinite, the unlimited at all. Okay? And therefore, therefore, understand that you've been, you've been conditioned to be limited. And that's why I call very politely losers who are totally you know, adamant uh, about their knowledge. And I know, I know, I know, I know, I, I disagree, I disagree. You need to show me the facts. Where does it say in the books? Where, what proof do you have? It's like children asking adults to, to prove to them uh, the worldly things because children cannot understand a lot of things. So what do we do? We give them candies. We give them Rudy Jr. Keep them occupied. Okay? There's nothing wrong with that. Children should be treated like children. But if you want to become adults, you know, okay? you need, your best bet is to learn from the better adults. What is a better training for children, by the way? One should be teaching children. And this, is, this is important to me. It's applicable to you. Okay, what's important for teaching children? I know you don't know, so let me cut it short for you. Children should be taught to choose role models. Great role models, not just role models. That's something that was never taught to me until I met Master Shui Noah. I said, wow, that's, he's my role model. Whatever he does, if I follow that, whatever I, if, if I follow his instruction, he will bring me to his level, bring me to the promised land. That's what I want. Not what someone else conjures up and claims this, claims that, okay? Uh, so, so you have, you have, this is where spirituality is very important, folks. If you spend your life, spending your life on, on, uh, uh, plotting for material rewards and, 
justifiable rewards and and just and and verifiable things verifiable to you you are still condemning yourself to being limited okay so what's the antidote find a role model find someone who's better than you okay that's what you should teach your children find someone better in what sense not better because they're bigger not because they're more successful like Elon Musk Elon Musk is more successful than us but he's a drug addict that's why his behavior is constantly unpredictable when he's under the influence of the drug he does stupid things when and then when his head clears up he's capable of brilliant ideas brilliant initiatives Okay, so that's why you look at, you know, uh, uh, those of you who would love to follow Elon and make a career out of it. Let me tell you what's going to happen. You will never find a pattern in this guy because he's driven by the drug. Okay, so he's capable of really, really, of very uh, wise things, very, very insightful things, far-reaching things. But on the other hand, he'll pull back by his, his, his desires, his needs for the chemical stimulants. So it's a mess. It's chaos. It's a very terrible role model for you business people. Okay? I look at that as a failure. He's a failure, not a good role model. Especially you, uh, careers who have plot careers, plan to have careers and become executives and captains in industries and so forth. Okay? You should choose the right role model. Just like the Buddha, he chose a teacher, and he followed them. These are great teachers, and he followed them. And then he reached the level, because how do you know reach the level? Because you, you solve the problems just as well, if not better, than your teachers. That's when you know it's time to move on. That's what Buddha did. So he, he followed the same advice I told you. Choose a role model, okay? These, you know, there, there's a collective wisdom where you have, uh, where when you have these people who actually are, are, have wisdom, great wisdom, go study from these people, whether it's on the weekend, whether it's read on a book or something. Do not pick up people who have only uh, material and worldly pursuits. Because that's limitation, that's limited. Because if you follow them, eventually you run to their limits like the Buddha did. So he had to create, invent himself to reach the unlimited. So 
I personally, I follow limited. I, put, I took role models, uh, the, the, the successful entrepreneurs and executives of the world. Okay. At some point in time, for example, I was looking up to, uh, what's this guy, ex-executive of uh, GE, Jack something. Okay, you guys are not in that world. I, we, we looked up to him, and now, after 20, 30 years, we, we now are criticizing his approach, you see, because it's limited. It works only for a limited amount of time, for a limited amount of people, limited amount of companies. Okay, yeah, same thing. So, until I finally found a unlimited in Master Shenhua. Okay, and that's when I was reminded of the importance of a role model. And we're teaching you, hoping that you be good role models yourself, of both limited and unlimited. That's important. Not everyone can reach unlimited. Therefore, you should be a good role model for the limited as well. I think I lost most of you somewhere already. It's okay. It's okay. Don't try so too hard to understand. Okay? Uh, uh, so, uh, so in slide 649, the cause includes the sea of the fruit. Okay? Uh, and so, uh, when you plant the cause, you have this incredible ocean of good things or bad things that happen to you. It's very important for you to keep this in mind. Okay? You do one, you plant one good cause, you have an ocean's worth of good fruits that you're going to get. And you plant one bad cause, like slandering others, like harming others. You have an ocean's worth of bad fruits that you have to bear. That's what you need to get out of it, not the words, you know, the, the sea of the fruit, you know, whatever it means. It's, that's all it means, that don't think that the smallest infraction, the smallest offense can go unnoticed. You don't have to pay the price. You will pay the price because it's an ocean's worth of bad consequences for you. That's Buddhist wisdom, folks. It's not about, oh, uh, the cause includes the seed of fruit and you recite it and you, and you talk to each other. You know, it makes sense because the cause includes the seed of fruit. And everyone, oh, wow. mistress, you're so wise. And we will not say, oh, I learned so much today. If you learn today, the thing is, do the smallest good, even you do it. And the smallest evil, don't do it. That's wisdom. Hmm? All right? Mm-hmm. And so, this perfect teaching is inconceivable, and there's no way for you to conceptualize it. 
So that's why the scholars, intellectual people, smart people struggle to try to understand this. So what do you do? You, you teach your children that you need to look for a good role model, encourage them to find good role models, okay? And maybe yourself, turn yourself to a good role model, okay? And teach your children uh, also about the spiritual life or the life of your heart. That's very important. Spiritual life, people think it's like beyond the mind. No, spiritual life is about here, like Chinese call it. Okay? The life of the heart, the world of the heart. You are taught to focus here on your brains, and you reward it accordingly. Okay? Because you know how to use your conscious mind, but you're not rewarded by here. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be rewarded here. You reward yourself here. You don't need anyone else to reward you here. You reward yourself. If you go to college, okay? Any questions? The reason I tend to criticize a scholarly approach and so forth because, frankly, of all the people who came and talked to me like this, except for Master Shenhua, they don't know what they're talking about. I've never been impressed, including the people who translated this, including all those people. They don't understand. Why? Because they never learned what I just taught you. It's about here. Okay? Not here. All right. 6.50. Moreover, the, these four teachings are not necessarily confined to just one work. For within a single work, many are included. 有此四教，不局定一步，一步之中容有多故。See, first you divide them into classify them to three stores: connective teaching, separate teaching, and perfect teaching. Okay, that's just a starting point. Okay, and he says, don't be, don't think that is that clear delineation. Actually, one sutra could, could belong to one or two different types of teachings, or three maybe, uh, and so forth. And therefore, uh, therefore, therefore, keep your mind open. Mm. For example, someone asked Master Shinhua, uh, someone, uh, one, one of those great sages, he says, uh, uh, so Buddha taught about the Four Noble Truths. I think it's Master Shinhua now. He said, Buddha taught, taught the Four Noble Truths. So how come Mahayana, the, the Noble Truth is included in Mahayana, include Mahayana? Uh, Master Shiva's answer is, yes, it includes Mahayana teachings. The Buddhists didn't explain it to them yet. Okay? Yeah. And so you see, Buddhist teaching is, is uh, depending on your level 
Why are there different three or four, whatever? It's because of your potentials. You don't understand, we restrict it to one. Okay? If you're so animal, say, I'm Republican. Wait, wait, are there Republicans tonight? Okay? I'm Republican. I'm Democrat. I'm Taiwanese. Okay? Uh, so, so, therefore, you only can absorb yourself. Confined, yourself, self-determined, your predetermined range. That's all. All right. Uh, so Buddha, Buddha, Buddha spoke. He, he spoke it because he spoke it. Uh, but uh, but you cannot. You don't want to be too strict about why it's called Hinayana, Mahayana. Okay. I call Hinayana, Mahayana. It's not for you. It's to remind my peers and the other disciples, the other Buddhist disciples, not to be stuck on words. Don't think yourself Mahayana, for example, Hinayana. You are Buddhists. We're all the same. Okay? Buddha studies. Okay. Now, mm, there's some ex- extracurricular comments uh, that Master Shewa likes to bring up. And this is of great interest to me. It tells me what kinds of people were there. Okay, and how does it apply to me or not? Is it applicable to our generation, to me in particular, right? So he says, when you leave the home life to cultivate the way, I don't know, why would you want to do that? Let's face it, it's rather stupid. Okay, but you do that, okay? You must be humble and easygoing. Okay, and ding, I read this, I said, I was exact opposite of this. <laughs> I shake my head. I was not humble. I certainly not easygoing. Okay? So, uh, so why? Uh, I was not humble because I'm conceited by nature. It's no one's fault. It's my fault. Okay? Uh, but also, because of that, I joined a, an organization I felt was the best I could find okay? to try my luck at spiritual path. Okay, who happen to think they are much better than anyone else. Okay, and that's why I stuck around, <laughs> because we're better than anyone else. Okay, that mm, is not healthy. It's limited. Okay, and... Uh, that's why I wanted to teach you tonight by the concept of limited versus unlimited. You're humble, okay, and easygoing, okay. That's those are the manifestations of wisdom. The opposite shows you have no wisdom whatsoever. You lack wisdom. Your wisdom is very, very shallow, very, very limited. 
if the more the wiser you are, the more wisdom you have, the more humble you become, the more easygoing you become. Then you don't have to go to college anymore. But until you have wisdom, you should go to college. I think I'll beat that, that horse to death already. Okay? No more. Okay? Uh, so, to Master Shihua says, it's kind of interesting. I want you to remember this. This is a very important part. He says, if you become a left-form person, you should be humble and easygoing. And that's how you lay people should look at left-form people as well. Are they humble? Are they easygoing? That's the mark of Mahayana wisdom. Left-form people are going to be uptight. Hmm? Too uptight. Putting themselves on a pedestal. I love this. Because I went to Asia. I went to Taiwan. I went to various Asian temples. And we left people put ourselves on a pedestal. It bothered the heck out of me. Why? Because I was not impressed. Because I came from corporate America where we earn our way. Hmm? They earn our pay. They earn our way every single day. It's not such you cannot take anything for granted. If I'm like that, you, a left-home person, I'm supposed to bow to you. If you don't earn your way, how can I bow to you? How can I respect you? I'm sorry, I'm very Americanized. Okay? So, uh, so, and later I, I realized that, I realized that the manifestation is exactly Mashishuenhua. He says, he's humble, he's easygoing. He's the only one, by the way, I met who's like that. He's the only one I met who never has his attitude towards me, respect me, or like me, or serve me. Never. He's the only one. Chicken Patriot, as soon as he saw me, he says, serve me, help me. I'm doing important work. I am doing important work. You are not. <laughs> you say that to me, I can say exactly the same thing, throw the same thing at you. Show to me, prove to me. Hmm? You're not humble enough. You're humble enough, you never ask anyone for anything. Do you hear me? Don't ask people for anything. Unless there's your slaves. Slaves are supposed to do any, everything for you. No? But you know, at this temple, no one is a slave at this temple except my slaves. 
They're not your slaves. You hear me? <laughs> My slaves come here. Your slaves don't come here. Your slaves are at some other temples. So don't ask people to do things for us, for anyone. You lack humility. Who are we to ask anyone for anything? My master never asked me for anything all these years. He's the only one. Came the second guy and said, come help me. I said, excuse me? Help you? <laughs> oh, I chuckled. Anyway. You can't be arrogant, conceited, and think. I'm better and smarter than anyone else. You don't have that problem, right? Yeah. Why not? Because I beat on you. I showed you I'm smarter than you. It's better and smarter than any, everyone else. That's sad. You're only better and smarter than everyone else because you cannot see them. There's so many people around us who are much better than we are, like Master Shenhua, okay? Uh, that just because you're a left form person doesn't mean you're better. You have the potential, you're on the program, to be trained to be better and smarter. But it doesn't mean you are. It's always someone better and smarter than you in our environment, I assure you. If you think that way, it's really your stupidity. Uh, I don't know why they translate like that. I don't have the Chinese version, but basically, you're stupid. You're so stupid. I would, I would change it to, if you think that way, you're really so stupid. For emphasis. If you're arrogant and conceited, you won't be able to cultivate the way. And some of you say, but Master told me I'm aligned already. Okay? Uh, yeah, you're aligned, but you're still arrogant and conceited. And therefore, you won't be able to cultivate what? The advanced way. I only taught you the low-level way to bring you there. The promised land. Then you're not upper, upper class yet. Very much like you know, in the Pure Land. You enter the Pure Land, there are low, there are 81 different grades of rebirth. Asian, most Asians sit desperate. They just want to go there, meaning they're willing to go at this low grade. I hope you are not like that. I want you to go at upper grade. Okay? Come on. Have more self-respect. Be less desperate. Mm. 
And so Master Shiva again, he, now he goes back to earth. Oh, he says, you don't believe me. Let me tell you of the consequences of your being conceited. Okay? You will be easy to fall to the house. You know what? I tried to demonstrate it to my generation. I let someone fall to the house, and uh, they still are not impressed. They still are not impressed at all. Why is it when people cultivate and able to enter samadhi to get enlightened, it's from being blocked by pride and arrogance? Yeah. You have that kind of attitude, don't expect to accomplish the way you work in the way. Questions and comments? We have a lot more people who are considering leaving home life. Okay? And kudos to them. Mm. But uh, this lesson here from Master Shenhua should be firmly implanted in your little brains that you should be more humble and more easygoing. Don't think so highly of yourself. Okay? Even when I certify you to be enlightened, enlightenment has many, many levels. Don't stop too soon. You ain't seen nothing yet. There are plenty of people who are better than you right now. Use them as your role model. Don't think so highly of yourself. Questions and comments? And he goes a little bit more, 653, more detail on the ugly side. Hmm. Among Dharma peers, those who left the home life later must respect those who left the home life before them. You cannot, especially you cannot be jealous, envious, and obstructive, saying, I don't like anyone to be better than I am. What happened to Jumi? She's not there today. No? Hmm, they're so cold, they huddle together in Jumi Mountain Temple. Look at that. <laughs> right next to the heater. <laughs> Uh, and Deji on the way back, enduring. Uh, oh, she has her own heater. Okay, very good. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't be jealous, envious, and obstructive. Remember, in, in our world, uh, when, we, when we say left home people, it's, it's uh, those people who cultivate this uh, more intensively. But the same lesson applies to you. Okay? When you cultivate, you don't want uh, to be jealous, envious, and obstructive. Okay? And, and this is a common mistake that cultivators make. Okay? This, your competitiveness and your selfishness get in the way. Uh, if you're jealous of others in the future, we'll certainly fall. I tell you exactly where. First, you fall into the house. 
I know some of his disciples who fell under the hell already. Okay? Then, after that, you stay in the house for a long, 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 long time. It's a lot of pain and suffering, folks, I assure you. If you're afraid of leg pains right now, you ain't seen nothing yet. The hells are a little bit worse. Okay? And then your leg pains. And then after you end your stay at your at the hells, and the hells are not just one. You go first to the worst hells, and you go to lesser hells, and lesser hells, right adjacent to it. So, so you don't have to go very far, by the way. After you've done this hell here, you right move on to the next hells, and then the next, and the next, and the next. So that's why your sojourn into the hells will last for a long, long, long time, folks. Okay? It's not something to joke about, to be lighthearted about. It's a lot of pain and suffering. And when you turn to hungry ghosts, so from the hells, you move up in the world and go to hungry ghost. Okay? And you what? Hungry ghost. And after that, you go to the animal realm. Okay? And because of your jealousy, and you go, you finally, after you finally make it to the animal realm, you'll be uh, in a filthy place. Uh, a bug or latrine, dung beetle. Uh, and you stink very badly. Or an added, or your internal demons take over and make you crazy. <laughs> Oops, shouldn't be laughing. Hmm, I do lack compassion. I apologize. <sighs> oh well, do what I say, don't do what I do. Okay. Uh, 6.54. Basically, I don't like to speak of this kind of dharma. I see if I don't discuss it there. I discuss it, there are people who are sure to go running off to, to just that place. And he saw it already. He saw how his disciples, my generation, would fall. Hmm. And after I said this, if they change the error in their ways and turn over a new leaf, it may not be so dangerous, okay? Be careful, okay? Uh, don't do anything stupid. You are endangering yourself. Be careful, okay? Yeah. Only hurting yourself. You're really not hurting the, the sages and, 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 and the Buddhas at all. You can't hurt them. But anyone who is jealous and does not change will turn to a buck who, uh, in a filthy place. So everyone should be very careful. So apparently, a lot of his disciples are envious and jealous of each other. Now, I don't think we have that problem here because most of us are Asians. Back then, his disciples were basically uh, Caucasians. So we don't have that problem for among Asians, right? No? Asians are not jealous at all? Are you jealous? 
Why are you laughing? Yeah? You're jealous? You're jealous. Uh-oh. <laughs> You've been forewarned, okay? Yeah. I'm shocked. I thought you were special. But no, you'll be born as a dung beetle in the future. So be careful. Whether you believe it or not is up to you. If you believe, that's fine. If you don't, it's okay too. Uh, it's my responsibility to inform you the causal retribution involved. It's, it's true, folks. It's not a casual thing at all. After that, you keep on the same way. There won't be any question of courtesy. Uh, question of courtesy is a Chinese jiang qing. Okay? Bu ke qi, bu jiang qing. It's like the Chinese that like to uh, do favors for you and say, you know, remember how I helped you? Now you have to help me get out of the house, get out of uh, the dung beetle. But then the master Shinoa says, I don't want to go near you. Okay? So it's a matter of question of jiang jing or ge qi jiang jing here. Is it? Because remember, it's a very Asian thing, uh, South Carolina. They help you first. And they want to do everything. They open the door for you, they do dishes for you, and they help you, and then so that you owe them. You know, that's jiang jing. So that in the future, when they're in trouble, they said, remember? Remember me? You know, I used a slave for you. Huh? And when they do it to me, what do I say? I don't, I don't talk to me about, about, uh, about courtesy, about, uh, about uh, thing. Master Shihua says, you cannot jiang jing. Okay? I don't know how do you translate this in English. Anyone? Okay, five. Um, Master, I was just wondering if um, uh, Master Xinhua's disciples back in the day were jealous when they were like lower, lower levels of attainment. If this was from the 70s or... It's not just his disciples, it's the way we are wired. We are jealous by nature. When we, we are always so hungry for recognition that when someone else, something good happens to someone else, someone else has some kind of success, you know, uh, we are naturally become jealous of their success, their accomplishments. That's human nature, I'm afraid. Because we're confused. It's not something you can you can say, oh, I will stop being jealous. We naturally are jealous. Okay. And you you can't just say, I will not be jealous. And this is where he falls a little bit short. He says, don't be jealous. I want to know if I were there. I said, how do I not become jealous? You, you don't want to know, right? I want to know. I don't want to become a dung beetle. Do you? 
Because you don't want to become a dung beetle and don't be jealous. So my question is, how do I not become jealous? See, but these brilliant people who are better than us never ask that question. So we don't have the answer. So how do you not become jealous? Anyone? Ocho! Uh, I remember in the past, Master once taught us 水洗功德. 水洗功德, oh, you're boring. <gasps> Anyone else so Buddhist? What, what about the non-Buddhists? The one who says, could you, could you, English, please? Huh? Tonight, I don't feel like How do you become not jealous? Non-university monk. I will beat this horse to death. <laughs> don't, you, don't you advise my young boys to not go to university. <laughs> then I will get in trouble with the parents. <laughs> yes, just joking. Yes. We can become better than the other person. Absolutely. That's why you have to go to university. <laughs> you got that? The surefire way that you don't become jealous is to be better than them. Because you look at them and say, I'm happy for you. <laughs> keep, keep going. Keep trying, boy. That's the only, to me, the most authentic way of not being jealous is to go better and better and better and better. Don't forget about Suishi Gungta because eventually you find someone who's better than you. Why not me? <laughs> right? It's natural for us. So the Buddhists like Pasha Shino, like Suishi Gungta and so forth, it's so Chinese. The Chinese love it. But we Koreans, you're going to be better. Then the chaps. No? <laughs> okay? Simple. If you're really better, why would you be jealous? Okay? And you'll be better. It's not the end, by the way. University has graduation. <laughs> okay? You go to university, you become better as a person, and then you graduate, meaning you have wisdom. Okay? You have wisdom. That's when you become sui si gung te. Okay? You have wisdom, then you can really truly be glad that something good happens to police women, for example. Because wisdom... Mm. will free you from your selfishness.
All right? Anyone else? All right, very good. You see, and these are the, the cool things that he, he saw in his disciples, you see. Uh, so you see, his teaching is always this balance. I teach you about these advanced principles, but guess what? Don't forget who you are. Work, do your homework. Don't be jealous, okay? Develop your faith. 655, this is even more the case if one uses the four kinds of teaching methods to gather them in. That is, the sudden, gradual, the unfixed, and the secret. The sudden and gradual are as per the previous venerable ji. Okay, uh, it goes on and on, so we might as well go on and on as far as we can. 656 commentary. Now, Buddhist teaching, uh, again, these are concepts that are important. That I, I feel you need to know for your own reference. So we talked about four kinds of teachings. What are they? Come on. What's the first one? Name anything. Seven. Um, must be on the slight sudden gradual fix their secret. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> thank you for pointing it out to me. <laughs> That's why you were hesitating because why is the asking on the slide already? <laughs> for the people who have eyes who are blind. <laughs> okay, uh, the, the four teaching, the store teaching, the three store teaching, connective teaching, separate teaching, and perfect teaching. Those are the four teachings. Okay? four types of teachings in Buddhism. They reflect your abilities. Don't worry about teachings. My interest here is point out to you that the Buddha taught you store teaching because he's preparing you to go up. But it's you who stop yourself because, nah, I'm happy here. Okay? And then those people who are better have more blessings, move on to connective teaching, move on to separate teaching, move on to perfect teaching. You see that? It's natural. He does not discriminate. He says, you, I like you more, therefore I teach you more. No such a thing in Buddha. He doesn't discriminate at all. Okay? He teaches women the same as he teaches men. Okay? No difference. Hmm. So those are the four teachings because uh, those are the denotes your level of wisdom that you can, you can reach. Okay? Now, he talks about the next, next four uh, teachings. These are referring to the way to teach those four types of teachings. Is it clear? So the next four are the teaching approaches or teaching methods. The first of the four types of teaching, the four 
teaching methods. Okay? So far, so good. Hmm. And there are four. Four ways of teach people. Sudden and gradual as discussed before by, uh, as classified by Venerable Ji. So one of those hotshot Dharma masters of the past uh, uh, in China, he said, okay, I will classify them as gradual versus sudden. So far, so good. The way you teach people could be gradual, where you walk them slowly, step by step, help them climb like a staircase, higher and higher and higher and higher, climb that pyramid right there. Okay? And so you climb up, climb up gradually. Okay? It's more manageable for you. Okay? Uh, and so that's called gradual teaching method. Certain teaching is leaps. We leap, we leap, we leap. Okay, we don't do gradual, we leap. Meaning that, meaning that we skip, we skip stages. Gradual is stage by step by step, stage by stage by stage. Uh, the sudden is a leap, stages. You leap and you leap. Okay, so, so on the surface, like, so what does it mean to you? On the surface, for example, it looks like you're not making progress. But all of a sudden, you leap. Okay, so that's sudden teaching. So, Buddhist training, okay, from Master Shenhua is basically gradual. Okay, his primary teaching method to my generation is gradual. My primary method to you started was gradual when I first started. Now it's sudden. To take advantage before I retire, because in MP won't find another certain teacher. Okay. Six fifty-seven. Oh, time for almost up. Anyone has any questions before I go into the next two? We go in next two. We don't have enough time. If you have no question, we can stop. No questions. No one to stop. No one is curious. No one cares. Hmm. Okay. Let me see. Oh, that's too long. There's no way I can finish this. Because if I get started, then next time I have to go back to this again because it will be out of context. Okay, okay. So we stop here tonight. Don't ask questions. San Jose has any questions? Hey, what happened? 
to Jewel Mountain, all of a sudden there's a lot of people there. Ah, Jumi arrived. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's so many people. They just woke up. Mm, these poor Koreans, they're so they're freezing to death. How is the weather in in Korea? Pop you soon, you. Very cold, uh, it's freezing in Korea. Look at these poor Koreans. Mm. Okay, this looks so miserable. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Have a nice day. Uh, I see you next time. <laughs> it's over, finally. <laughs> this has been torture tonight. <laughs> okay, okay, boy. <laughs>